In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we, we just finished our series on Are You Living with a Narcissist? So I thought I'd kind of go to a, a different direction now, do something a little bit more positive. We're going to talk about the psychology of friendships. Oh, yeah? Yeah. There, there, you, I, I, have, I have probably 25 tips or 25 information facts that someone might be surprising to you. Hang on, and, and to your... how they can how they can actually increase or, or or benefit your mental health. So hang on to your butt, folks. Yep, this is hang an, on. This is going to be an eight episoder. <laughs> yeah, no, what? No, it won't be eight episodes. Maybe seven. <laughs> All right. And as usual, folks, we're giving away free stuff. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. The Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist. We are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Welcome, sir. Welcome to you. That is Matt Fox, the other voice you hear. Hello. Mr. Matthew Fox. That's me. Um, he's not nicknamed Jack and didn't crash on an island, but uh that is his name. <laughs> it was from since birth. Yeah. Well, do you ever do you ever get anybody's connect you with that no well of course yes yeah and, okay and at one point in my life i was a party of five <laughs> okay, and every right. time i'd walk around the house i did feel uh, lost. Uh, okay so, yeah right yeah out. <laughs> so we're here in the podcast your voice southfield studios it is a monday evening we're doing a podcast yep uh we just finished up with a man cave happy hour podcast if you want to um hear about a great uh cocktail that we mixed up the, du- uh, the, the double d the double d yeah uh sponsored by duke and dame Caramel um, salted whiskey. Yep. And, and there's a drink that it, it's really is tasty. I mean, even if you're not a big whiskey fan, it's, it, it, it's, it's a great mix. So go to uh, man cave, happy hour. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's what I thought. Man cave, happy hour.com. And um, well, it's not dot gov. I could promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> not after tonight. <laughs> not after that. No, it's a, it's a blue drink and we were celebrating. Yes, and we're just, celebrating the Detroit Lions. Cause there are so many folks jumping on the bandwagon of the Detroit Lions yep. and their seven and two season thus far. And we just decided to uh, go blue. Yeah. Go and blue it, drinks. It's a, and that's a fantastic drink. So check them out. Let me tell you folks where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. Check that out. We're slowly but surely getting all these podcast notes backlogged into the website. So if you want to look at a a progress note, (laughs) I'm in my therapy thinking mind right at the moment. But if you want to see show notes from past episodes, check that out. And, And actually, it's a great way. If you take a look and look back at all the show notes, you might see an episode like, oh, that sound that looks like that'd be interesting then jump into your podcast platform and find us fair. You can listen to the episode and hear us talk about it. There it is. And, and get more insight into it. Where else can we find you? Facebook and YouTube are both motor city hypnotist and on Snapchat and Instagram are both motor city hypno. That is H Y P N O. Yes. And to get your free hypnosis guide, it's really a couple page PDF. It's informational. gives you some myths and misconceptions, uh, 
uh, information on kind of what hypnosis is, how it works, not, not too in-depth, but a good guide for you to have, text the word hypnosis to 313-800-8510. Again, that's 313-800-8510. And if you happen to miss that or don't, you know, you want to look it up later, just check the website out. It's right there on the show notes. In fact, if you look at my website, MotorCityHypnotist.com, the phone number there is the same. So you can text to that number. Yep. So check it out. Get your free hypnosis guide and, and get it now. And that the most important thing is wherever you're listening, whatever podcast platform you are on, mm-hmm. just leave a review and uh, connect, sign up, commit, Collect, yeah, whatever. Commit. You know, yeah, whatever. Whatever it is on I, your platform. I'm committed. It's, it's, it's all, it used to be just subscribe. Right. And it's all changed. I don't, yeah, I don't know why they, they're... Yeah, whatever different verbiage whatever it's yeah. it's all you know it's all semantics you know you say potato i say potato yes <laughs> <laughs> so that is where you can find me and sure. again leave a review all right very important is it it's time is it All right, sock it to me, yes, sir. Yes, it is. Okay, this is a good story. And, and you know, I, I've mentioned this numerous times. If you guys have listened for any length of time, we like animal stories and we like winners. So mm-hmm. um, why not put them together sure. when we can? Yeah. A dog's keen nose led a resident of Cornwall to a mine shaft where 100 feet down, her cat, Mowgli, was lost and alone for six days. So the dog was. Yeah, the dog sniffed out okay. the cat. From a so the cat the cat oh so so yes from a hundred feet down well so the dog was up the cat was down yeah the cat was in the well hundred feet down jeez Mowgli's owner Michelle Rose told the BBC she had almost given up hope of finding her missing pet but superstar Daisy was persistent in getting Rose to follow her yeah like what is it Lassie yes what is it what is it fell in a well. Except Mowgli fell in a well. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's the bare necessities, <laughs> the simple bare necessities. Rose adopted both oh. Mowgli and another kitten named Baloo last December and gradually introduced them to Daisy. Baloo. Duh. Yeah. It's the bare necessities. <laughs> yeah, the right. simple... <laughs> uh, um, Daisy's the dog, and he and um, she introduced them to Daisy, who became matriarchal and very protective of the kittens. Of course. So the dog's kind of like their mother, in a way. Smell them from a mile yeah. away, yeah. When Mowgli went missing, it must have been hard on the pooch. Yes. Yes. I smell you. You're there. I know you are. The BB, BBC report doesn't say what attempts were made to find the missing cat or what she and her dog were doing near the old Prince of Wales mine works in Cornwall. <laughs> But it was there after six days that Daisy started going berserk. Okay. Leading Rose to an old opening in the mines, she realized what Daisy was showing her, and she immediately called Cornwall Fire and Rescue Service, but it was too dark that day to do anything. Okay. The next morning, RSPCA Animal Rescue Officer Stephen Findlow came out to the mines and spotted Mowgli, who was 100 feet down and remarkably uninjured. Well, it's a cat, right? And they always got, land on their feet, they, and they have how many lives? Well, hundred feet though. Yeah, well, probably hit a couple of walls. Well, I mean, I was gonna say as, as much been... as you. I mean, you can land on your feet, but if you're going, you know, <laughs> terminal speed, <laughs> I, right? It's, it's, something bad could happen. You're not physically. She was probably okay. Mentally, right. hit her head on a few rocks well, on the maybe. way down. Yeah. 
pulling Mowgli to safety, the kitten was greeted by its compatriots and a relieved owner. Okay. Without Daisy doing that, Mowgli could still be down there. That's for sure. Mrs. Rose said, okay. She was persistent in making me follow her. It was amazing. That's pretty cool. Okay. What is is a girl? Do you want to see a picture of Mowgli? Sure. And uh, Daisy, the dog and Mowgli, the cat who was found. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Throw that up there. Look at that. Is that, it looks like a spaniel breed almost. Yeah, it looks, Daisy almost, looks, it, like looks a, it looks maybe like a lab kind of. It has that lab face a little bit. And it's got the 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 Springer spaniel ears. Right. Oh no, that's true. You're right. Yeah. I it's a, she, Daisy's definitely looks like a mix. Yeah. All right. But there's Daisy and Mowgli safe and sound. Aww. It all ended up great. Fantastic. You know what? They're great friends. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> Which we're going to talk about in just a minute. All but right. definitely I see Daisy, Mowgli and Mrs. Rose Winners of the week for sure. Thank you. That's how winning is done. See, I yes, I, it is. I love all my friends, but I don't know their scent. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to pick them out in a lineup by the way they smell. <gasps> oh, great, Odin's Raven. But it's a dog. You but might, like, well, and you might be able to. It's quite pungent. It stings the nostril. No, the, the depends olfa- on the friend. Yeah, the olfactory senses in a dog's nose are just are a million times. No, better no, they're than insane. A, of yeah. course, yeah. So it's that crazy. Is, that is a very cool story. Thank you for that. No, no, that that's a great one. So yeah, so yeah, no, we we just said they're probably very good friends. Mm-hmm. So back to it. So here we go. Speaking of that, we're talking about friendship. So we, we spent, and I mentioned in the intro, we, we talked about narcissism. Are you living with a narcissist for four episodes? Because there was important information to get out and people I, needed to hear it as, as unpleasant as that is. And it was unpleasant for me. I was PTSD. In the yeah, bed, I know. You know, I know. It. And, and I got through it and it really did help me to understand a few more things about not just who I was living with, but the environment right. that we were in and some of my behaviors, because we all do have some of those narcissistic tendencies. Absolutely. So what? But yeah. the fact is, it, it really, you know, and I, I self-inflect a lot to right. begin with. So I came out of those four episodes learning more about, you know, what to look out for. And how to Yes, definitely. So, so we're going to lighten it up a little bit. I'm going to talk about friendships. Now, people say, oh, friendships. What is, you know, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes it's a very vague definition. It's very subjective. Sure. Uh, but I'm going to say why having friends is good for you psychologically. Yes why it can be healthy and also maybe some surprising facts maybe that you didn't know. All right. So a lot of the information I'm going to share with you, I did, did some, some online researching on the Google machine, but a lot of studies have been done regarding friendships, how they work, typically how they are data as far as friendships in early age and old age. Mm. So, so there's a lot of great information. Okay. So the big thing that the whole kind of underlying theme of this is that, Friendship friendships play a crucial role in your overall well being. That and your development into so to learn how to be social. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to go that. I'm like you have to learn how to be social amongst friends. Well, no, absolutely. And those friends have to kind of help you to understand how to be sociable with them. Well, the I mean, think time. about it. If you have a really good friend, they're typically the one you turn to for support if something's going on, if you need something, if right. you just you know you need to just go hang out. Yeah. That that's kind of the person you 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 kind of turn to. Okay. So 
when we explore these psychological facts, it's going to give you insight into honestly very various aspects of of human behavior and friendships and why. Okay. In in the words of Thomas Merton, no man is an island. No. Wow. You know that book? I don't, but I know the phrase. Yep. Yep. Um, that's where it comes from. Okay. So yeah, it's a little deep reading for you phil- philosophical types. All right. Yeah. But it's good. <laughs> um so number one, the number one fact I'm going to say is having friends is good for your health. Yeah. Your mental, now, not just your well, physical health. But it, your, it, it can also be, it can be physical health. It can be mental health. It can be spiritual health. So, so a circle of friends can have very positive impacts. And, and when I say these, a lot of, a lot of the things I'm going to share with you are, are, are generally true. Now okay. there are always exceptions to everything. So just take that. Grain you know, of salt. Just keep that in the back of your mind. Got it. Because um, if you have a bunch of losers for friends, you know, <laughs> that, that that's probably not going to be good for uh, you. Da, 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 like this in the background. What the fuck is it with <laughs> you? Okay, so the, the folks that you surround yourself with, your group of friends, if, you know, so if they are moving down a path that you just don't agree with, you mm-hmm. need to separate yourself from that. But yeah. you have to you have to learn how to do that too. Well, yeah, and and we're going to get into that. So so the things that the, the good thing about having a friend or friends or a circle of friends mm-hmm. is is it it increases your self confidence, your self esteem. It gives you a sense of purpose and belonging. Um, it, it's kind of like your people because friends are the people you choose. Yeah. It's not like family; they're just you're stuck with them because sure you didn't choose to be with your family. That's just what you're given. Yeah, but. Um, friends, though you choose them, so mm-hmm. it's definitely something that that you have have an, an active involvement in keeping that together. Okay, and friendships they play a significant role in just nurturing our mental health and the way we feel about ourselves. All right. So, especially, and I mentioned it before, in times of trauma or stress or distress, typically you're going to turn to friends, yeah, because those are the people that you know best, and those are the people you've chosen to be in your life. Agreed. Yes. Number two, and this is this is an interesting thing. Um, there were some studies done, and it was it it found that people with major physical illnesses recovered more quickly mm-hmm. when they had a friend group. Oh, of course, because you had that's uh, that's your support group. Yep, they have a strong support system. Yes. And and honestly, in the study, it found that that a majority of people who survived traumatic illnesses, such as cancer or other types of of illnesses, mm-hmm. the 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 majority that had friend groups did better. Sure, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it's a, just another example of just having that belonging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this this one made me laugh when I was reading through these studies. But hanging out with friends can make you look more attractive. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if you're a 10 and you're hanging out with what a bunch of fives, you know, <laughs> you're hanging out with a bunch of fives, yeah, you're going to be more attractive than I listening to you no more. <laughs> the group. So, so in the in these studies, come on, man, be my wingman. It's said it, it's called the cheerleader effect. Okay, that when you're in a when you're in a group of people. It it's it tends to make you look more attractive. It it just is that that feeling of belonging or that 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 perception that oh these are good people. Okay, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Um, now of course, 
<laughs> I don't want to be mean, but you know, maybe you have that one friend who kind of sticks out like a, you know, like a booger. <laughs> oh, da, 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 like this in the background. What the fuck is it with but you? But no, really, uh, hanging out with friends can make you look more attractive. Yeah, and that's that's actually a true statement. You know, being in the the wedding industry as long as I was oh, in the bar in the bar, yep, you know, yep. DJing in bars, you saw those groups of folks and you saw who they were hanging out with. Yes, you, you just you you get an understanding as to why they're hanging out with one another. Right. And who's actually the more upstanding of the group at the same time. <laughs> now let, let me put a little caveat on this. If your friend group are not ideal people, let's say, okay. Some of you out there, you know what I'm talking about. You might have had this group of friends in school that were just, you know, not just in maybe school, not cool, but, yeah, or or just you know, just, just now, even now, they're doing eight balls in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah maybe just, they were, yeah. maybe they were hooligans. Now you listen to me, Mister. <laughs> God did not put me on this earth to be awakened by filthy suggestions from a foul-mouthed hooligan like you. <laughs> It's just that you see a lot in today's day and age, you know, especially after, and I hate to keep bringing this up because yeah. I, I'm over it, but COVID really did bring the worst out of a lot of people. Uh huh. And now they're trying to get back out there and they're trying right. to still be who they were. And it's just, it's not working. Yep. Right. And they're trying to bring other people into that mainstream. And it's just, it's not a good yeah. area to be in. Yeah. Go on. So. Here's a fact for you. Um, most mammals have friends. Really? Uh, horses, hyenas, elephants, dolphins, chimpanzees. Chimpanzees. Um, studies have shown that they all form friendships with other other of course. animals, and they'll cross species as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just like Daisy and uh, Mowgli. Well, no, and that was the next thing you said, it, Matt. The, my next sentence on my on my on my notes here it says. What's even more fascinating, they develop bonds with animals from different species. Yes. <laughs> I'm a genius. Well, in our story today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with a dog rescuing the cat. There were friends. Point Matthew. Absolutely. Right. Point. Bam. <laughs> um, well, and, and here's the theory on the an, animal friendships. Um, studies believe it reduces their stress. It leads to better health. Mm -hmm. And it re even leads to better reproductive success. I get that. Yeah. Not not with one another because no. they're different species, but you know. No. Well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, no, don't shut me up. <laughs> Here's an interesting fact about friendships: your friend group size will stay the same throughout your life. Okay, so say that one more time. Your friend group size will stay the same throughout your entire life. And I like what Kendra said because she oh, says, Kendra. she says, I'm happy. I'm always happy with my friends. Happy people are more attractive. Absolutely. They I are. agree with that. hundred, 110%. So the more happy people you have around you, the more attractive people there are. Yeah. Oh, good for you. No, that's a, that's a, no, absolutely. I that, like that. That, that is a, that, that's a, a, absolutely true statement I like that um so when i say your friend group stays the same throughout your life mm -hmm. um it's likely the average number of number of friends you have and we're talking about like not acquaintances we're mm -hmm. talking about friends mm -hmm. will stay the same when you're even younger into your middle ages and even later mm -hmm. um 
they don't change that much because typically your environment changes. Most of the time, friendships are based on environment. Mm. When you're in elementary school, your best friend is somebody in your class. Sure. When you get to high school, your best friends are probably people with the same interests as you, Mm -hmm. whether you're on a sports team or in a club. When you get to graduate and you go to work, Mm -hmm. your best friends are the people you work with. Sure. Later on, maybe you retire and you have friends that are in the same age group in your neighborhood or or friends that you've known. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't. It doesn't vary a lot as far as the amount of friends you have. Did, did you say pickleball? I'll go play pickleball. <laughs> pickleball. <laughs> what? what happened? Uh, no, you're not wrong because, yeah. you know, Dave, and this is one of the geniuses of, behind Facebook mm-hmm. is staying in touch with acquaintances that yes. could become better friends. Yes, but you have your friends who are right. You that you see that you and, see and you see in person with. for real, right? But not then your you, fantasy friends, correct? Right. But then you have those acquaintances that you know what I would like. You know, they look like they're doing really well. Good for mm-hmm. them. You send them a message, and well, then the next and, and I know. will say, and 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 I'll come into my um, not to be downer mode. No, but, you're good. But I will say, social media as as much good as it as it has done connecting people. Social, I I call it the social media effect. People show what they want you to see, and and we've said that before. Yes. And you're absolutely yep. correct, and one hundred percent. So so it is it is it is nice, but it's not totally accurate, right? Yes, I am. Yep. I agree with that, but still, it's a way of staying connected. Yes, absolutely. To folks that you know what I, I I'm I'm looking for a for some support here. You know yep. what they seem to be struggling the same way I am. Yeah, if they're that type of person to put that on social media, right? Yeah, and then that you know, and that just depends on your comfort level. To sure, do that. I'm with yeah. you. How many how many friends? When when I say friends, how many friends do you think you'll have in a lifetime? Hundreds. Okay. Throughout your lifetime, research suggests that an average person is li- likely to form approximately 396 friendships. I, I, I yep. nailed it. Hundreds. Over the course of their lifetime. Yeah. Only a small number of these, however, are likely to stand the test of time and be true friends for the entire time. That's because of the environment. Right. Because, yes, environments change, jobs mm-hmm. change, interests change, whatever. Yeah. So, so I'll give you a good, I, I had a good friend, best friend growing up, like in elementary school. Okay. Went to each other's houses all the time, hung out, spent the night, had same interests. We both liked sports and baseball and, you know, um, best friends throughout high school. Okay. I go to college. He goes to the service mm-hmm. in the army. After about five, six years, our lives were on so different trajectories mm-hmm. that we ended up having very little in interest okay. to, in common at that point. So it wasn't that we were like in no way disliked each other or just didn't you know, want to be friends still. It's mm-hmm. just that life took us in different directions. Right. Life found And that's just way. an yeah. idea. That's just a, an example of. Sometimes through attrition, friends just drift away, and that's not a that's not a bad thing. No, it just not. happens. Yeah. Right. And, and you have to be the bigger person to say, you know, why don't they talk to me anymore? It, it's it's not you. Well, well we're okay. going to get to some other things about that. <laughs> All right. You bring that we'll bring that up, Matt. All right. Um, most friendships don't last very long. Meaning most. Okay. So throughout your lifetime, you're going to have a, a, a ton of friendships. It's typically 
only a small fraction in studies have shown one out of every 12 friendships possess the 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 uh depth or the longevity to last for a lifetime okay so let's say you have a uh, you know in your 20s you I don't know let's say 20s 30s you have 10 12 good friends probably only a couple of those at the most are going to be lifetime friends for oh, you you know I, I agree with that mm-hmm. but I'll tell you the support system that one builds that number only grows exponentially no it could because um, the, you have friends for a reason. These are friends that you depend on. And if, nope, if you keep one or two, then I hate to say it, David, but you, you kind of minimize your, your ability to reach out. Well, and we're going to get in a little bit later as far as how do you balance these? And that's, that's my point. He's like, how, yes. where, where do you spend your time? Yes, exactly. Right. Where, where are you investing your time? All right. Fair enough. All right. So, folks, we have a lot more to talk about regarding friendships. I told you eight episodes. No, it's not going to be eight. (laughs) It's not going to be eight. It's not going to be like relationships. Um, Maybe a couple. (laughs) We'll see. All right. Four at the most. Okay. At the outside. There it is. So, anyway, we're going to talk more about friendships. I have a lot more stuff to cover and uh, and very interesting information, too. Um, so before we leave, if you're on Facebook Live, stay with us. We're going to be doing another episode yep. in just a moment. Yep. If you're listening to audio, jump ahead an episode. If it's not there, it will be there the next Tuesday or Thursday. Uh, who's our Detroit Dog Rescue of the Detroit Week? Detroit Dog Rescue of the Week is Kirby. Kirby. Kirby is a lab mix. Was born in April of this year, oh, so he's a puppy. Puppy, puppy. There is Kirby. Love. Look at the, what is Kirby? It looks like a little bit of lab. Yep. It's a lab mix. Yeah. A lab mix. Female. Okay. Right now is 25 pounds, but she's a puppy. So <laughs> it's going to be, a you big know, yeah, it's going to be a big dog. Uh-huh. Dog friendly. Yes. Cat friendly. Unknown. And kids older than eight. All right. Kids older but, than eight. But Kirby needs a home. Oh, look, look at that face. Eyes. I know. He's so. Look at that. Aww. All Kirby. right. Kirby. DetroitDogRescue.com. You can find their link on our website as well. Uh, or in our show notes. Um, check it. it out. Just do it. Kirby needs a home. All right. Thank you. All right, folks. Facebook Live, stay right there. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time. <laughs>